Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Welcome, my friends. I am so thankful that you're listening and excited for you to hear what I have to say. (laughs) I don't mean it quite like that, but I'm excited to share with you some of my thoughts today. My name is Wendy Bergen, and I'm your host. This is the podcast called Joyfully Prepared. And today I want to talk to you, I want to introduce, for those of you who are new um, to preparing, for those of you who are new to um, this mindset of abundance, quite frankly, um, and also for those of y'all who are old hat to this, uh, I'm excited for you to, I can't wait to hear what your responses are, actually. I'm, I'm anxious to hear your experiences. So as of right now, um, I'm in New Jersey and we have been on quarantine or lockdown. I don't really know what we're calling it right now, but we've been home for two solid months and I, uh, am interested in knowing how you guys are doing and what what do you know now that you didn't know two months ago about how what what kind of things you should have prepared for the things that you may still need to prepare for it but or I am prepared like now I got it figured out but when it first kind of all happened and people were running around like a bunch of chickens with their heads cut off Uh, I'm, you know, it was just really a frenetic energy in the air. Lots of fear, lots of, I've got to get my toilet paper, (laughs) that kind of a thing, as well as other things. So I would love for you guys to comment and um, let me know. I want to really, I like to learn from people about their experiences because everybody has such different experiences where you live. And, um, you know, just your mindset, I think geography plays a huge part of it as well. So I'd really like to know that. But so today what I want to talk about is food storage. And I don't really want to go too much into the philosophy of it, um, other than to say that as far as I'm concerned, my expert opinion, (laughs) I don't know that that's a thing, actually expert opinions, but I find food storage to be very necessary for more than just emergencies. I think, um, for instance, I mean, we, so just in this experience in the last two months of, of this experience with this pandemic, with the quarantines, with the unknown, we don't really know what a lot of truths are with this. I think we've, we've, a lot of people have lost their jobs. Um, a lot of people are um, struggling financially. A lot of people don't know what the truth is and are, are trying to figure that out. A lot of people are crisis schooling. 
um, a, a, a lot of you who are new to homeschooling, you calling it homeschooling because you are schooling, but I want to give your, give you a break and call it trauma or crisis schooling. This is not, this is not what you signed up for, right? So lots of these different experiences and we're, and they're all happening at the same time. And that's, that's harsh. That takes a toll on a body and on a mind. So I hope you're giving yourselves grace and your children as well, because we need a lot of grace right now. But I want to talk about just food storage, simply put. Um, FEMA, I was on their website and FEMA recommends having a minimum of three days supply of food for an emergency and up to two weeks supply. I thought somewhere I had heard they recommended three months, but I couldn't find that. So I'm still looking, but I recommend a minimum of, of three months supply, but we're going to get there. So a three day supply is 72 hours. And that's where, you know, you may have had um, some natural disaster come through and you're just kind of hunkering down until the Red Cross and or FEMA can get there. It will probably take a little longer, but that's what FEMA recommends. Um, they recommend up to two weeks supply which I think is a better hedge than three days, quite frankly. Um, I think from this experience of living through this pandemic and this unknown, that having a longer supply of food um, would would be, be even more beneficial. So today, what we're going to talk about is simple food storage. All we're going to talk about is... I want you to recognize what it is you're already eating, what you have in your cupboard, and how you can um, store more. So we're, we're going to go through that a little bit and, and a little bit more detail so that you have more uh, control over what's going on in your home, that you're less panicked about um, lots of different things. So I want to start with simple food storage. So I want you to think, what is the one meal that your whole family likes to eat and would willingly or could willingly eat often? So think about that. What is something, what is a meal, uh, food, a meal that your family would eat often? And they wouldn't complain about it too much. <laughs> so in my family, chicken and dumplings would be that meal. 100% they love chicken and dumplings. And usually I have a side of green beans, maybe some applesauce. So they love, that would be the meal that they would, they would eat every single day. The second, let's see, would probably be, I've got like three or four. So chicken and dumplings for sure, macaroni and cheese, and they would do spaghetti, meat sauce, you know, sauce and pasta. Those would be the top three in my house. So just to give you some ideas. So you could do something similar. You can think about that. So it could be pasta and sauce, mac and cheese, beans and rice, cereal and milk, mashed potatoes and gravy. Think about things like that. Maybe your family loves a... Um, uh, a casserole that you could make, or maybe you eat a lot of fresh, uh, salads and vegetables and, um, you eat a lot of salads. So that could be a possibility as well. 
So just I want you to think about that and, and figure that out. Like, what would that thing be? Now, um, if you're um, home, what I want you to do is I want you to go to your cupboard and I, or your pantry and I want you to open it up and I want you to identify how, um, do you have any of the ingredients uh, on hand for that one meal? Not, I don't want you to list three or four. Just let's start with one because we got to keep it simple. We have to, simple. We're always going to do things simply here, joyfully and simply here. <laughs> I don't get all detailed and that's just, I can't do that. So one meal, I want you to identify it and then go to your cupboard and look and see how much you have of that, those ingredients that go into that meal. So if you are, maybe you chose um, spaghetti and sauce. So how many pounds does your family eat? If you have a large family like I do, we, we normally eat two pounds of spaghetti, but we usually have a lot left over, quite frankly. Um, so I would say one pound, we're, and we're smaller now. We used to have a larger family, but a lot of my kids have gone. So one pound of spaghetti, and then I would do one quart of sauce, probably. We like a lot of sauce, so we might need to do two quarts, two jars. And then I we usually have... Um, meat ground beef in ours as well so i would have to have ground beef on hand so figure out how much you have of whatever that meal is so if it's beans and rice then you would figure out how many cups of rice you need to feed your family how many beans whether they're canned beans or dried beans that you've you know um soaked and cooked up um, or how many boxes of cereal and how many quarts of milk do you have? However that works. I would love to know too what you're doing. Like what is that meal that your family would eat? Okay. So once you've figured out, you've gone to, you figured out the meal, you've gone to the cupboard and you say, I have, I have seven pounds of spaghetti and I have five jars of sauce and I have three pounds of ground beef in the freezer. Say for that's kind of my example. So you could say I have a week's supply of spaghetti, the pasta, and I have what did I say? Five jars. So I have five jars. So I have um, I could if I just wanted to eat pasta, I have plenty. If I wanted to put sauce on it, I have enough for five meals. If I want meat in it, then I would have enough for three meals, three to five. You see what I'm doing? So then, so you're like, okay. So you write that down. You're like, okay, I'm doing pretty good here. Then what you're going to do is you're going to figure out how much more you need to make a whole week's worth of that one meal. So if you already have seven pounds of pasta, you don't need to buy any more pasta, but you only have five jars of sauce. So two more jars of sauce needs to be added to your pantry in order to make that meal. And then um, four more pounds of ground beef. Or you can decide, you know what, we'll either cut the ground beef in half and maybe only do a half a pound of ground beef in the sauce or just not have ground beef in the sauce. You see what I'm saying? And you'll have, want to have those spices on hand too. If you're just if you're just having sauce from a jar like Prego or Classico, that kind of thing, then you obviously don't need a lot of spices. But if you're going to make it straight from tomato sauce, then you'll have to have spices as well. 
So keep that in mind, but don't get all, that's not anything to trip up over. So when you go to the grocery store next time, you'll pick up two jars of sauce and up to four pounds of hamburger, depending on how you decide to go with that. Then you have one week's worth of meals for that particular meal. Now, it would get boring. It would be minimal and, um, you know, redundant. But you could do it and your family could eat that for a whole week and they would survive, right? So to make this exercise even easier, I've created a food storage meal planning worksheet. And you can download it at my website, joyfullyprepared.com, or just click on the link in the show notes, and that'll take you right there to it, and you can download it and be on your way with this delightful adventure of meal planning. The idea then, I got this one week's worth of meals, then you can start to branch out, and you can... Um, you can start doing that with other meals, whether it's mac and cheese or beans. You see what I'm saying? Figure out those meals and do the same thing to each of those meals. Now, budget. Well, right now it's it's tough because a lot of people are unemployed. Um, we, you know, we're thankful for the stimulus checks or, you know, different different things that are happening and... Uh, so you, we, we've got to be careful with our budget. We don't want to go blow on our budget just to get this food storage. We have to be very, um, patient with ourselves and, but here's a couple ideas. Okay. So if you have enough money in your budget that you could pick up the two jars of extra of, um, sauce and the extra four pounds of ground beef, then do it. If you don't have that in your budget, so you're going to the grocery store and you're doing your regular groceries and and you need to buy, you need to get, you're trying to get to this seven days of meals for storage. So if you can buy the extra two jars, great. If you can't, can you eliminate maybe one fun thing that you have on your grocery list like Oreos? (laughs) Now, I know I'm treading very lightly on the line there because we don't want to give up too much of our fun stuff. However, and also you'll find all the links for my website, for my free Facebook group, where we have a lovely community of very kind people who are learning and um, are super smart as well. You can join that. And um, I'm just really grateful that you took time to listen to the podcast. I really appreciate it if you will uh, subscribe and download and thumbs up it. Is that a thing? And leave a comment about how your life has changed because you've been listening to my podcast. But most importantly, I'm really grateful that you're listening and I hope you enjoy your day. So kind of going along with that, instead of buying... um, a package of Chips Ahoy or the store-bought cookies, Can do you have the ingredients and can you learn or can you just make homemade uh, cookies instead of spending that money and you have it already in your pantry? Or could you make your own pizza dough? Or could you make, I don't know if you're getting frozen dinners or rotisserie chickens, different things like that, but is there something you could do that could substitute 
the store-bought version where you can make it from scratch. That's something to consider. Can you give up some fun item on your list and pick up the extra jar or two from, you know, the store and, and sacrifice that way? Also, um, I uh, a lot of people are doing takeout right now. Which, you know what, I have no problem with. But is that something, are you doing it too often? This may not, this may not be a situation for you, but there may be some people who they could give up a night of takeout and use that money to buy more ingredients as well for their, for their week's supply. So those are a couple of ideas um, where you could, you know, and open your mind up to other possibilities. And, you know, see what you can do. So that's, so you're, that's what I want. That's your challenge is to figure out the one meal, figure out one meal that you know your family will eat and then go to your cupboard and um, see if you have any of those ingredients. If you have any of them, then mark down how much you have or how much you need for each meal. And do you have any, if you do, how many days worth? And then do the math. Oh, I know. We're not supposed to do a lot of math here. (laughs) I don't want to stress anybody out with math. But we can do some simple uh, addition and subtraction. So figure out how many pounds or how many cups of something you need for that particular recipe. And then do you have it on hand? If you do, how much? If you've hit seven days worth already, then move to the next meal that you might want to do and and go down like that. If you need to add to it, go to the grocery store and put those things on your list. If you have the budget to be able to add it all at once, that would be awesome. If you need to take your time to add these extra ingredients for that meal, then do that. Figure that out. Find ways you can sacrifice or change up the budget, you know, take your takeout money and put it towards your grocery money, something along those lines. Hopefully that's helpful. Um, We're, we're starting very simple. We want to have things on hand so that we can take care of ourselves, our families, and actually be able to serve others. So with these meals on hand, we, we will always want to have a thankful heart and a generous Um, spirit so that if there's somebody who is suffering that you could easily take that meal to them and it wouldn't be a great sacrifice for you and then what will happen is over time you'll gradually start adding more and more of these ingredients for these meals that you are figuring out for yourself and and your family and this is how but this is how you simply grow a little food storage it doesn't have to be complicated at all we don't i don't do complicated you don't need to do complicated and you can and grow this little food storage into something that is a safety net for your family that will include more than food storage it will include things like toilet paper or shampoo or soap etc And this will become, what happens is that your brain will automatically start to think this way. And this is a, when you start going, oh, I could grab an extra bottle of shampoo because it's on sale, do it. And that's a sign to you that your brain is thinking in this abundant way. Like I'm gathering these things to bless my family and to potentially bless other people as well. And then you don't, you don't live in fear. You live in abundance. And that's the whole point of this. So 
uh, go forth and gather. <laughs> like I said, I would love to hear your experiences that you've had in the, in the beginning of the quarantine. Like, what were your thoughts? What did you do? And now that you've been in it for a little while, what are your thoughts? What are you doing? And then I'd love to know what meals that you are figuring out to gather for food storage. So, and if you have any questions, please leave those comments as well, because we need to work together and, and help one another. So, um, I have a Facebook group called Prepare Every Needful Thing. I would love for you to come and find us there. We're talking about all sorts of good stuff in there all the time and would love for you to join our community. But I just would, I encourage you and invite you to um, give me some thumbs ups or five stars, I don't know, and leave some comments so that, um, and reviews so that other people can find this podcast as well. Enjoy your day and thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.